0: What is up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Convincing Creatives, Panda Barrett edition. Today we have the studio owner from the film. He is the first voice you hear in Panda Barrett. Uh, played by John Mark Mavinga coming on the show later. And we're going to talk to John Mark about acting, kind of his path, his journey, how he got into it, and also how he got into the mindset of a studio owner uh, by actually coming to a real recording studio during a session to shadow an actual producer. And uh, just talking about like that kind of mindset and dedication as an actor, Um, you know, The role that John Mark has is a very pivotal one because it's, again, the first voice you hear in Panda Barrett. And it sets up the conflict with our main character, Camus Leonardo, where he's in a studio trying to make a song and he's just hitting a wall. He's hitting writer's block and uh, John Mark's character, the studio owner, kind of tries to get him through it. But also, you know, he's got a full day and he's trying to move along. And it's kind of a little testament to coming through when you're prepared and not doing things when you're not. Um, So we have that conversation coming up right here on Convincing Creatives, Panda Barrett edition. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Stay tuned uh, for the full Panda Barrett experience coming to Amazon Prime video very shortly later this year. Here's the full interview with John Mark Mavinga on Convincing Creatives. Today we have yet another Panda Barrett cast member on the show. John Mark Mavinga is joining us. Welcome, man. What's going on? How you been? I know it's been a minute since uh, we did production. This was October of 2019. I know you've been working, busy doing other things in the meantime.
1: Yeah, I've been working. I worked on another project after that, but of course everything is on a halt. Right. With the pandemic.
0: Yep yeah we uh we're doing everything like we were saying in the uh, earlier episodes you know through zoom so it's just been good to catch up with the whole cast and crew and kind of see what they've been doing and also just kind of talk about panda um before we get into panda and your role as the studio owner in the film uh, i do want to talk a little bit about your acting background so run me through kind of like how you got into acting how you kind of got into creativity and all that actually
1: a uh, really simple story i went to the movies uh one day i think it was about five years ago, and uh, it was a major movie, and the guy delivering the lines was terrible. Literally, he was terrible. I'm like, how did how did he make it to the big screens? And I was like, you know, I can do that. And then I was like, why not? You know, so, and I think like a year later, because um, I was in the military at the time, a year later, I came back from a deployment, and I took some acting classes. So I took a few, and then I found out I liked it, few independent projects took some more acting classes and here I am now like in
0: love with it yeah that's funny how that works sometimes it's like you see a movie right and I mean I see movies too like from the directing standpoint and like I saw this growing up and I was like you know that movie it was fine but I feel like I could at least make a bad movie like I don't know if I can make a good movie but you know what I'm saying like yeah
1: (laughs) that's exactly how I felt like I, I didn't know how they even cast this guy you know I was like this is a A big screen movie and this guy's giving like mediocre you know it was just so mediocre it was it wasn't even interesting I couldn't even do it so um, that's how I found my passion I wasn't like a kid actor or something I found that you
0: know later in life so when you're acting what is uh, kind of your ideal role um, or roles you find that you like to go out for in a perfect world Um,
1: so my ideal role like my dream role is to be a bad guy in a Marvel movie, either nice. for that or um, where uh, I guess the best example would be like the new Joker where a guy okay. just goes insane. Yeah. Um, those are like my two ideal. I don't know why. I just always love the bad guy because he's yeah. not always the bad guy to me. You know? Yeah. So those are ideal role. Um, I do go out for almost any role. You know, there's a few that I like I stay away from. If it uh, compromises like my, you know, my morals or my integrity, I, I won't do any roles like that, you know.
0: Yeah I feel that. Um, what's interesting too is like with your role in Panda which we'll talk about in a sec but um, you know studio owner just a quick background for everyone listening he's the first voice we hear in the film and he's just the owner of the studio where our main character Camus Leonardo he's trying to record a song and our main character is just like nervous he's hitting all these walls you know he's not able to get what he wants and then the studio owner's like all right well you've run the clock you, you need to re-up throw me another hour you know we're, we're working here we're on the schedule and you know you try to be sympathetic to him but at the same time like people could be like oh you know student owners just you know he's this mean dude but at the end of the day he's running a business and so like how do you how do you balance those roles because like you said you know sometimes the person who appears to be the bad guy is not always that way
1: right so actually what I had to do is to encompass all that I had to curate a backstory um and so the backstory to help me kind of pull that out was uh, since we're in North Carolina, J. Cole was the big name that I had coming. And yeah. I'm sitting here trying to get stuff like perfect for J. Cole. I actually Googled what J. Cole liked in his, his studio session. Yeah. Stuff, so I knew what J. Cole likes and how, and how he, he does his stuff. So in my mind, I'm like, J. Cole's the money. I'm doing you a favor. So by creating that backstory, I'm 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 actually annoyed when um, he's not delivering his his lines because I'm gonna have some better better role was supposed to be here um, within an hour or two and I'm basically doing a favor for you and you're, yeah. you're no good <laughs> so yeah. like that helped that help like
0: embody it you know so definitely yeah I noticed that too because in the performance you you know you you definitely have that like friend doing someone a favor kind of you know, game poker face, you're, you're really trying to be like, okay, I really need you to work with me here, but you're giving him another chance and another chance, another chance. And then you finally have that uh, moment in the scene uh, where you just kind of have to like recollect yourself and you're like, okay, you're giving me something. I see, you know, 10%. And if that 10% is all we can, you know, hone out, that's the day. And, like, I think it's kind of, like, almost like being a coach. Like, you're you're able to to envision what you can get, right? And you don't even have to think about what you're not getting. Uh, just because, you know, again, right. that whole performance was... It's a short scene, but I think it's, it's one of the more interesting ones in the film. Just because, you know, A, it sets up our main character, Camus, for everything he's about to go through in the film. You see where his, you know, mental state is at. You see where his, uh, you know musical chops where they're kind of in a delicate place where he has to rebuild them throughout the whole rest of the film. So I think it's a super pivotal scene. Um, So when we were talking about, you mentioned like getting yourself in that character headspace with the J. Cole storyline. Is that something you like to do? I know every actor's process is different. Um, What does that do for you personally to kind of benefit your performance?
1: Um, The more specific I am, the more I can focus on, you know, I like i want to be in that moment so by being specific uh it helps me be in that moment like for right now right now it's a scene i know hey i'm at home um i ate breakfast i did this i'm talking to evan uh he he was the director for this film and it it just helps to be more specific so Mm -hmm. i I try to create like a backstory um for every character i do um not just not for the sake of creating one but more so so that way i am i know my objective like okay um i'm here for j cole is a side show like hurry up like i just need you to hurry up so i can get all the stuff that j cole likes yeah and you're you're messing up um that backstory just helps me me focus because you know um there's there's a a lot of distractions that and um sometimes you can't you can't um you know, just focus on that, but by focusing on your
0: backstory and your objective, it helps, you know, flow better. Yeah. Well, for me, yeah. at least. A hundred percent. And, you know, it's interesting. It reminds me too. the day we filmed uh, at Bull City Sound at the studio in Durham. There was, you know, two or three other recording sessions taking place. Right. And it was right. actually kind of hectic um, because, you know, we had some bleed in the sound and then we had, you know, just people coming through, uh, you know, we had right. a whole scene where we were just kind of dancing around other people who were there just to record, who had nothing to do with the movie. Um, right. Just cause you know, that's indie film. That's how it works. And like, A lot of times that tension, I feel like uh, as a director, I can either let that engulf me and kind of distract me, or I can embrace it and kind of throw it back into the film. And so actually, I feel like it helped us a little bit because in the film, you know, there was already that tension between you and Camus trying to get through the scene, uh, just in the, you know, sense of getting the song recorded. And then you had all this other stuff of like people kind of coming through. And I feel like, uh, is that something you're almost able to like photosynthesize as an actor and then kind of like spit it back? Cause I, cause I felt like we kind of were able to get that.
1: When you, when you do the work, like Mm -hmm. everything in the back is just, it just doesn't matter. Because, exactly. uh, you know, at first, you know, all those people coming in, it was a distraction, but when it was time to work and this is what I was doing, I don't even remember those guys during that scene yeah. or whoever was walking. I don't, I don't even, literally, I don't even remember where the camera was at. I yeah. just remember looking at uh, cams like, spit the bars, spit them, yeah, I'm getting frustrated. Like, I'm actually like, yo, you can rap, do this. I wasted my time, you know, yeah. so, uh, um I think that's the beauty of it yeah and
0: we were able to get through that yeah I love that I loved how it uh worked out that And I loved hearing like you know as the actor your perspective because you know obviously I only have where I was that day and it's interesting to like talk to everyone and be like oh wow you didn't even you know catch that or you didn't even you know pay attention because you were so focused on what you were doing and I think that's what's so interesting about a film crew and that's why um, you know movie making is the special magical process that it is because that's where everyone kind of truly does have their place and their role to make this larger thing for everyone happen, which is the, you know, full movie. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And plus I didn't want to like ask a million questions. Should you do this? <laughs> Should you do this? I created, you know, i created my own backstory in a, in, and then I always allow the director to be like, Hey, I don't like we're doing this or, you know, if the director doesn't say anything, you like it so yeah. um i was I w- I always taught to uh you know be
0: creative you're an yeah. artist Yep, yeah, you are and that's the thing it's always yeah. about experimentation and creation um well something cool that you did was the it was like two or three days before you came to the studio um when we were doing like a night scene we were just kind of scouting it out making sure we knew what it looked like and you just came to kind of scope it out as well and i feel like maybe that helped you get a little more comfortable on the actual day of production. Um, could you walk me through that choice? Cause that's something I feel like that's just going the extra mile. And I love to see that because I think it really helped us on that first day when we were there.
1: Yeah. So it was an hour and a half hour and 45 minute drive for me to get there, but, um, it was important. Like my goal there was to understand the, um, the actual unit that I uh, that the uh studio owner had because yeah. as an actor you can't you're supposed to be this character so you're supposed to understand the character understands. So I believe as studio owner I knew what these buttons did. Yeah and I knew the day of there was no way for me just to understand those buttons. So um I actually got to sit down with the uh, I can't remember his name, but he showed oh, me what absolutely. the buttons did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah he he literally was like hey this button does this you know, got it I didn't memorize everything, but I had an understanding. Right. I had an understanding like I could push forward with my character. So that's all I was trying to do, get an understanding, um, and also make it realistic. Because if yeah. somebody's looking, you know, even the smallest part of a movie, if some guy's looking like, why is he put why is he moving that level up and down? That doesn't make any sense. It takes mm-hmm. it takes away from the movie. So I was actually moving stuff that he would move during uh an actual recording session, because I knew, like I asked them, I wasn't just touching the, some some BS that you know didn't do anything. Yeah. So that was that was important to me. Um, uh, yeah, just just to understand the studio owner, really.
0: Yeah, and it, and I think it came through because uh, you know, like you said, there's there's always someone who. Uh, you know, studio owner 975 on YouTube is going to leave that comment. It's like, that button yeah. doesn't, you know, that's not real. Exactly. You know, always and I, and I didn't mind. want that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's like, why, 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 like, I watch military flicks all the time. And I'm like, why is he not doing that? <laughs> yeah. That that yeah. That is standard procedure. Or why is he, why does he not have this on? You know, that little yeah. thing can take away from the credibility of the film. You know, yeah. it can distract somebody. Because I've watched and films and you're bit, like,
0: yeah, yeah. Yes, that little bit of authenticity.
1: Exactly. So um, that helped me. I feel like I was true to what I was doing as a studio owner.
0: And I think it was doubly important because that is literally the first scene out the gate in the whole movie. So, you know, people always talk about, you know, cause the movie's coming to Amazon prime and uh, when people are scrolling through, you know, Netflix, Amazon, whatever it is, you know, that those first five minutes are where a lot of people say, am I going to watch this full movie or am am I going to turn it off and, you know, go watch something else. So, you know, it's always important right out the gate to try to get those uh, you know, that hook with the audience. And I think you coming, uh, you know, a couple days ahead when we did the location scout um, cause I was doing that for camera. Because, you know, me shooting the movie too, it was not even just the directing, it was like the cinematography, it was trying to understand, you know, how big is this room? Is this room even going to be able to work with this lens or do I need to get a different lens? And so I feel like it's like, whether it's the acting, the performance, the cinematography, just, you know, feeling comfortable in a space, I think does so much for the performance. And it's, again, such a small detail, but I think it really sets you up mentally to, like you said, just show that authenticity, um, you know, as the studio owner in the scene. What has been, you know, when you look back on your time with Panda Barrett, what was, uh, you know, maybe a favorite funny memory or serious memory, just a onset experience that you kind of remember or something you learned? Oh man, there's
1: multiple with my short time. But um, one thing that I really remember was um, we were in that hallway by, uh, when we left the little, our studio area, I was walking down and um what, what, what's her name marissa with oh the, melissa uh, yeah the panda. The panda yeah yeah so out of nowhere she just starts dancing like <laughs> fluent just starts dancing and whatever and, and like the cameras aren't rolling so i just start recording her yeah. and like she's just dancing she's getting into it whatever and i think you ended up like hold on let me record this.
0: yeah
1: i'll roll and, the clip like, right ended- now yeah like- i
0: have the clip yeah <laughs>
1: yeah and I uh, I actually I recorded it and I sent it to her I just thought it was dope for her to um, just come out like because we were done shooting and she's just walking down and just started dancing I'm like whoa whoa, whoa." you know so that was that was pretty cool like I don't know I don't know what it was
0: well it's not every day like uh, you get an actual mascot panda bear you know doing its thing dancing living life in the shot (laughs) yeah yeah
1: Perfect,
0: I don't know what happened. Oh, no <laughs> worries. We're doing it live. This is all about it. This is the process. Um, well, yeah, man. Well, where can people uh, find your work, you know, keep up with you on social media, um, kind of continue on with your journey as an actor? Where can they keep up with you?
1: So uh, I, I am on IMDb, um, uh, John Mark uh, Mavinga. Just look up my name. Also on uh, Instagram. Conan, K-O-N-A-N, which is my middle name, underscore, my last name, M-A-V-I-N-G-A. Um, I usually try to post uh, whatever projects I have coming up on um, Instagram, and that's a good way to keep up with it. And of course, IMDb, you can see what credits I have and the stuff I've done in the past. So, I mean, that's a good way to keep up
0: with me. Cool. 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 Awesome. Well, y'all go check out John Mark's work and uh, keep staying tuned here to Convincing Creatives. We have more episodes with uh, more members of the cast and crew of Panda Barrett coming soon. Stay tuned. Leave us a review. Subscribe on Apple Music, iTunes, all that good stuff. Find out the next episode. And as a friendly reminder, we are coming to Amazon Prime Video very shortly. So stay tuned for the full Panda Barrett experience coming soon.